You are now listening to The Perfect Prana with Kaya Ann. What's poppin'? What's good? This is The Perfect Prana Show, and I'm Kaya Ann, your host, and just another yogi. (laughs) Just another yogi. That could be the name of this show. (laughs) If anybody else wants to make a podcast about yoga, then there goes a name right there. Thank you for tuning in and listening to my show. I'm so happy, so blessed to be here today with you all. I love yoga and that's why I started a show about it. And if you love yoga, this is the perfect place to be. And if you don't love yoga, this is still the perfect place to be because you're here for a reason. Whether I sent you a link, whether you just found it, whether you're my friend, my loved one, you just needed something to listen to there, you know, I don't know why you're here. Whatever the reason is, I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're listening. And I can't wait to get into the show. Of course, you know, I have some yoga news, some updates on my personal journey. And then you know that I'm going to bring in a special guest and talk to them about their personal journey. Before we get into all of that, though, let's center. I don't know where you are or what you could be doing whether you're sitting on the couch, whether your phone just went off and it's a link from me telling you to tune in. So you're just waking up, (laughs) you're out, you're out walking your dog, you're watering the plants, you're driving in your car, just getting home from work or from partying, you're going to class. There's so many different scenarios that could be going on in your life right now. But whatever it is that you're doing, I just want you to take this moment just to center yourself. So if you're sitting down, maybe come onto your sit bones. Just sit up nice and tall. A very long spine, long from our tailbone all the way to our crown. If it's safe for you to do so, because I don't know if you're driving or something, but if it's safe for you to do so, just ground your feet into the ground or into the floor. Plant your feet. Maybe wiggle your toes. Get a little mind-body connection to every part of your body. Maybe wiggle your fingers so we're grounded. We're sitting up nice and tall or standing up nice and tall. Roll your shoulders up and back, really just dropping your shoulders and opening up your heart space. Our hearts are open today. We are giving and we are receiving love. And take a deep inhale through your nose and let your belly fill up like a balloon. Hold at the top and exhale through your nose and let your belly deflate. Take a deep inhale through your nose and imagine your breath traveling to all the parts of your body, giving every part of your body energy from your head to your toe to your fingertip. Exhale through the nose. Just focus on your breath. Focus on that prana. Prana translating to breath, as in breath of life, our energy source. And it might be cliche to say, but do not take that life for granted. 
because not everybody gets it. And then sometimes when people get to the end of that life, they wish that they had more. But that's a different conversation. <laughs> I am centered, so let's just get into it. Yoga news. <laughs> Tesla reveals Optimus robot practicing yoga. Can I just tell you, um, I just don't think that a robot could practice yoga. Okay, because hear me out, hear me out. Yoga translates to to yoke, to bring together the body and the mind, mind, body, spirit, to bring together those things. Does a robot have a spirit? <laughs> Does a robot have a soul? Do robots even have minds? Hold on, I'm gonna Google this. Yeah, so I Googled it and I didn't look too much into it, but I just don't see, I don't see how a robot could have a mind or a soul or a spirit. Like, can robots even feel? <laughs> That's just a very human experience and to do it with intention maybe other animals can do yoga if they can like be intentional i don't know these are actually all very good questions can other animals do yoga because at that point it's like you can do a posture but still not be practicing yoga if that makes sense which is really interesting because I, you know, yoga, yoking, bringing together your mind, body, soul, spirit, bringing those entities together, what requires a certain type of awareness and, and feeling. And I mean, I know robots can sense the world around them, but can they really feel to me? Yoga requires awareness, intention, intentionally bringing together your mind, body, and soul, or your mind, body, and spirit. I don't really know the difference between soul and spirit. Some people say that they have a difference. Some people say that they're the same. And I feel like by saying, oh yeah, there's robots practicing yoga is kind of disrespectful to the practice into yogis because it's like yeah this robot is doing all these postures okay but like yoga is not just about the postures yoga is really about yoking you have to have a spirit a soul to really practice yoga but on to my personal yoga news, my personal journey. First of all, I'm going to start with the good news. I did teach my first class on Saturday the 23rd. I had two students and absolutely amazing. I wrote out a sequence. I took in my little notebook. I started a playlist on Apple Music for uh, songs that I feel like would be good during a yoga class. Do you guys want that? 
the <laughs> do you want the playlist <laughs> i don't know either way get at me on instagram actually genuinely if you feel like that you have a song that would be good during a yoga class please please send it to me because i need to be able to switch it up and have different different songs going on so if you feel like you have a song that would be good during during a yoga class please send it to me on instagram at consistently kaya consistently spelled with the k kaya spelled k-y-a-h you could just dm it to me i might post a story yeah i'm pretty excited on to the bad news so i'm injured and i'm injured for real this time you know look i thought that i had a little injury when i told that little story about my pinky last week like yeah i fell back and you know i hurt my pinky that's whatever that was nothing (laughs) compared to what I done did this time. Let me tell you what I done did. Oh my gosh, literally. So this happened when I was running. I've been running for a minute now, so nothing has ever happened to me like this since I've like, you know, really gotten into my my fitness. I fractured my foot. I rolled on my foot and I fractured it. I swear after this, I'm done. I'm done being injured. I'm done. I'm not, this is not about to be the show where I have an injury every week. To tell, like, no. This was, the personal yoga news was not supposed to center around injuries. And I'm being open about it because, you know, it's all part of the journey. But this time, oh my gosh, for real, Um, because I'm walking around with a boot. If you haven't seen me, I haven't really posted about it yet, and I'm not, I don't plan on posting about it till this airs, of course. I'm supposed to be using these crutches, but to be honest, that's cramping my style. I can get the moon boot, you know? (laughs) Not that I just called it a moon boot. (laughs) Okay, girl. Okay, but I can't, you know, the boot, whatever, but the crutches, ugh, I hate it. When I tell you, when it first happened, man, that pain. And and I still went and taught class, and then I went to urgent care right after, thanks to my banana slash my grandma. Thank you to her. Shout out to her, because I know she's listening. I was a little emotional about it, because sometimes it's a little embarrassing, because I just feel like, man, this really does not go with my my brand or my image. This does not give health and wellness. <laughs> you know, I used to get hurt a lot when I was a kid and I was known for being sick and hurt and this or that. I thought I moved past that though. I don't like to be known as the little Miss Eeyore, like she's always has something wrong with her. She's so frail and I don't like it. When I was little, I had like five broken slash fractured bones and I would get one like every year and like it would be my new year's resolution like this year I'm not gonna break a bone it just kind of took me back to those times a little bit and I'm like man why am I always hurting myself like what's wrong with me why am I always sick why is my body so weak 
I just felt like a little kid again in that in the in the urgent care low-key crying the whole day it was so funny I was so happy and proud of myself because I taught my first yoga class and I felt like oh that was a really big step but then on the other hand I was like man this really sucks I will never take walking and running for granted again. If I was before, I won't take it for granted again. I'm still practicing yoga. On Instagram, I will be posting some of what I'm doing and how I'm adjusting my practice to suit me. And of course, I'm still going to teach yoga because I don't really need to do everything in order to teach it. I will heal. Like, it's just some character building. The other day during my yoga practice, the strangest thing happened. I laid on the the floor or on my mat and I put my legs up and they were against the wall. I was holding this posture for a few moments. I don't really know how long, but I was just chilling. And then all of a sudden, I started uncontrollably crying. Whatever feeling or tension or the stress traveled from my foot all the way down to my <laughs> to my legs and and into my heart and I just could not help but crying like why why am I crying right now and and this was just from having my legs in the air being in that posture I was I don't know it was it was kind of crazy though I was like huh weird strange I truly do enjoy practicing as long as my body is here and breathing and as long as my my mind is aware I will yoke them (laughs) yoga heals (laughs) you know what they say third time's a charm they do say that you have to be in the third time I'm honored thanks for having me yes first I'm here with Paris Rosenthal are you training in Chicago? I am doing a few different things at the moment. I'm interning at this gym in the West Loop called Wattage a few days a week for a few months, just kind of shadowing their trainers and taking another certification, another personal trainer certification. And then I'm teaching yoga and working the front desk at Yoga View once a week, just trying to be part of the fitness community here in Chi-Town but I'm also just in this mode of like wanting to learn more which kind of started from the teacher training we took and since then I'm just like there's so much to learn I want to keep learning. So how was your first yoga class? It was nerve-wracking mostly leading up to it and then once I was like in it I was just like in it but it and I was like I, I think it went well but it's hard to tell or with our training, we never taught like a full class. So I was just like, this is a first, like this will be my first time teaching a full class. And then the day I taught, I felt like way better than the day before. And it just goes to show like practice, practice helps. And I'm excited for the journey. Let me, let, let's try not to curse. I just did. And I was like, this is going in the radio. Not okay, all of no, it. No, no, no. None, none of this conversation so far is. You said that's of off the record. Okay. That's off the. the and off the now we're back on the record. <laughs> Let's just get straight into the real question. Why do you practice yoga? Cut to the chase, right? Cut to it. 
the physical aspect of why I practice yoga. And then there's the non-physical, more like community aspect of why I love yoga. And so not only like being in a yoga class and being in a community of people practicing around you, also just the relationships that you can make through belonging to a studio or going to a random studio and meeting someone new, or in our case, like taking a teacher, yoga teacher training and developing these really special relationships. I just think there's there's so many areas where community and relationships is just such a big part of the practice, or at least the reason why I practice. And then physically, let's take this moment in time right now. I'm I'm training for a half marathon and I'm lifting weights a couple days a week. And then I'm practicing yoga a couple days a week. So I always try to make sure that no matter what, what other types of exercise I'm doing, I'm practicing yoga because physically it keeps me able to do the other things I want to do. And also just the, the breathing and the meditation aspect also goes into the physical category of why I love it. And just taking that time to be in the moment, be in your body and stretch and flow and all that good stuff. First of all, half marathon win. I'm actually doing one in New York. Um, it's on December 2nd, so a couple months away. What's your longest run so far? Yeah, good question. So I, I started training a few weeks ago. And by the way, I've never... I've never done this before, but I had just like had the itch to train for something. I felt like so many people around me were training for some type of race. And I was like, I want to do this. I, I think the structure of it would be fun and having that tangible goal. I was itching for that. So I'm, I'm super excited to be doing it, but this is so full circle. I'm following the Nike running app. <laughs> Uh, Kaya loves the Nike app. They have half marathon plans. They have full marathon plans. So I'm, I'm really following that. And it's only one long run per week. And then the other runs are speed runs, hill runs, interval runs. Tomorrow, I'm going to run eight miles. And that's the most that I'm at right now. The last long run was 6.2. This week, it's eight. But like a month ago, I could barely run three miles. So it's been cool to just see how your body adapts and like, and just testing your mental fortitude. And it's, it's just a cool process. So I'm excited. Okay. Wait. So my mom asked me this last night and I couldn't really answer her. What's up? But like, what was like, I guess your first meaningful experience with yoga? That is a hard one. Like I've been practicing on and off for many years, but in the last, I would say five years, I feel like I've been pretty consistent and it's been in that consistency that I've found the most meaning and the most like, and it's the area where I feel like my relationship with yoga has blossomed the most. And I think this sort of answers your question or at least highlights like the power of yoga in my life. So my dad's girlfriend partner is a yoga teacher. And I also have a couple aunts who are yoga teachers. So 
the, the love for yoga runs in my family. My dad's girlfriend, Claire, she led this yoga retreat, but she still leads them. But I went on my first ever yoga retreat a couple years ago now. And we were obviously practicing every day. And I'd never been on a retreat like that before. Having that time and space to practice yoga and reflect on my life really was so powerful. So that's why I thought of it when you asked me that. And it was so powerful that I like basically went home and quit my job at the time and then started pursuing a career in fitness and getting certified as a trainer and all of that. So it really was like, I'll always remember it as a, you know, turning point in my life because of like the practice of yoga and the time and space it allows you to have. I made such a big life change. And then that happened to me again recently after taking yoga teacher training at Yoga View. I was kind of in a tough place mentally and not kind of, I was very much so. And again, same thing, having a, a practice every single day for a month straight, reflecting on my life once again, thinking about what I what I want and what the power of yoga has taught me, I decided to move to Chicago, another from Los Angeles, another big life change. And so it's just interesting looking back in the last few years that these experiences that revolve around yoga have led me to new chapters of my life. And I'm very grateful for that. To practice yoga every day that was a very life-changing experience. And honestly, that might have been maybe my most powerful or meaningful experience with yoga. Because before it's like, okay, I'm just doing it. I'm doing these poses. I saw I did it in a class once or I did it here once or this or that. You know what I'm saying? But to like actually be doing it every day and then having the conversations mm-hmm. we were having revolving practicing yoga and spirituality and all that that had to be like the most meaningful and I it wasn't even just the yoga that made it meaningful it was practicing with you guys oh no I agree I mean we wouldn't be having this conversation right now if we didn't meet in yoga teacher training so there you go another example I wouldn't even be doing this show exactly (laughs) what other questions did your mom ask you that was the one that she just asked me yesterday that it was kind of hard to think of. She was listening to the second podcast and she was like, you know, she told this story about her first experience with yoga. Like, when was the first time you practiced? And I was like, well, you know, when I was a kid. But she's like, well, when was the first meaningful time? But I was like, I don't know, because I feel like that was meaningful, too. I just didn't assign any meaning to it mm-hmm. until I learned more. Mm-hmm. To mean something. So, yeah. Can a robot practice yoga? Trick question. No, I'm joking. No, seriously, though. Like, what do you think? Sure. I mean, yeah, probably one day in the near future. But like, where where did this question come from? <laughs> in my opinion, I felt like robots can't practice yoga. No, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they can physically put like put themselves through the poses, but like the true meaning of yoga that you and I know, I don't think it can achieve that or not achieve it, but I don't think it can experience that. So basically Elon Musk 
revealed that they had a robot that was practicing yoga. I forgot that's, the exact. That's name. not even surprising, but that's crazy. Yeah, robots don't even have like, but they don't have like a soul. Exactly. So, like, what are they yoking? What are they bringing together? I'm on your side with this one. <laughs> I need somebody to come on here and challenge me. That's what. Oh, I mean. sorry. I mean, I would, I would challenge you if I genuinely disagreed. But on this one, I, I happen to agree. This is the debate of the episode, <laughs> and you know, I'm always on the right side of a debate. So, <laughs> before we close this episode out. Can you end us with some prana, a breath, because you are a yoga instructor? Let's both take a deep inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. <sighs> mic drop. You said mic drop. Okay. One, one cleansing breath is good. Okay. And then after that, just stop breathing. Yeah, yeah. Just just breathe once and you're you're golden. Wait, how do you say your last name again? See, that's why I said it in the beginning, just for questions like that. Rosenthal. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Paris Rosenthal. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Kaya, for having me. Yes. And I will see you tomorrow. Namaste. See you tomorrow. Weekly challenge. Last week I challenged myself and I challenged you to read five pages a day and I'm going to tell you what book I chose. I chose Atomic Habits by James Clear. I forgot this his name but he was a guest speaker in my voiceover class and he mentioned this book Atomic Habits. I just like how he brought it up and I was like hmm, that might be a good book for me to read so of course I went on to the internet and I ordered this book today is Tuesday when I'm recording this but <laughs> you know I believe that I'm going to <laughs> I believe <laughs> I know that I will of course finish the five pages a day and it's about changing habits, building good habits, breaking bad habits. I'm not gonna lie, this is kind of a page turner. Even the introduction was a page turner. Like, and I'm not an introduction reader. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just skip to the first chapter, like, boo, whatever. Nah, but I, I read this and he was very an intense writer. Even last night when I read, I ended up finishing the entire chapter. Like I couldn't even help myself. I read more than the five pages. I'm interested to read the rest to see like what I can gain on how to change. I've experienced breaking bad habits and building good habits and it still feels like I don't know how to do it. <laughs> So I'm interested to finish this book and to get more like, I guess, a little bit more scientific about changing my habits. If I could change certain habits without this knowledge, then I'm just interested to see what I can do with this knowledge. I like these weekly challenges, even if I do revert back to whatever 
habit I was doing before, I just always think it's good to just disrupt the pattern. Accountability helps and this is why I'm like, okay, you know, publicly announcing this on the radio and to my my podcast listeners, this week's weekly challenge. I'm scared. I'm scared that I will fail this. This is probably the one that I need most right now, and it is going to be really challenging for me. More challenging than the meditation, more challenging than the reading. Because this, this weekly challenge, (laughs) let me tell you, the challenge is no screen time after 1030. And that's being generous. And I, some of you might be like, girl, you're still awake at 10.30? Yes. Yeah. So I'm doing this challenge to encourage me to be able to go to sleep earlier. Also help me wake up earlier. The main focus is getting to bed at a decent time so I can get enough sleep. But I, I have to get off my phone. And that is hard. Originally, I was going to say like 10 or like 9.30 or maybe even 9. But then I was like, I'll definitely fail if I do that. So now I'm just like, let me make it really easy for myself, but somewhat challenging. And let me go with 10.30. I need to sleep. I need my Z's. Especially dealing with this injury, I need to make sure that I'm like sleeping. And it's like, I got things to do during the day. I cannot be walking around sleep deprived that's not good for me thank you so much for tuning in to the perfect prana i'm going to leave you with a quote from the book that i am currently reading atomic habits by james clear you do not rise to the level of your goals you fall to the levels of your systems yeah that resonated with me and something else you know because he said you know winners and losers have the same goals so yeah everybody wants to win or achieve whatever that they want to achieve so like what is the difference between those who do and those who don't it's all about the system it's all about the habits it's all about the day-to-day or it's all about what I do most of the time, what my default is, what I always go back to. So I do, I want to build good habits so I can build a good life. Habits are hard to change. They're hard to build and they're hard to break. I just want to know more about about habits, the process of building them and breaking them. With that being said, the divine in me bows to the divine in you. Namaste.